0: Hey, good morning again. I just uh, recorded a solar eclipse podcast, a recap of the eclipse from April 30th, and now I'm doing a recap of the, uh, the week in general from May 1st until May 7th, and then I'm going to um, potentially, if I have some time, I'll do a recap for the week ahead. I um, or on Monday, but I'm not sure. I mean, I notice that I will say I'm gonna do this, and then it becomes really difficult for me to do it. And um, I try to be consistent, but I I also um, have had a lot going on. Um, I had a loss in my family, and I had surgery on the same day that I found out, and then the recovery from surgery, and the the, uh, physical therapy, and all that stuff. So just, just trying to, and then also um, I have a pretty busy acupuncture practice. So um, I love to do these and this is like, it's very important work for me. I think it's fascinating to see how the symbols correspond with uh, the current events, with politics, um, in in our personal lives as well. Um, And uh, I um, tend to, be political, um, you know. Part of the reason why, like, I'm a huge fan of Gloria Steinem and her quote, "The personal is political." Um, but I also grew up um, with uh, parents who were hearing impaired, and um, I have a godmother um, who um, was um, unfortunately in, in uh, Nazi Germany was sterilized because she was hearing impaired. Um, there's, um, you know, sometimes people cannot get out of, like some people say, oh, I'm apolitical. But sometimes you have to be political. Like there's no way that you can't be. Like for, for example, my, my parents and my godmother, they couldn't not be political because they were impacted by politics. Um, so, um, and, um, it, you know, in a, in a very difficult example, my godmother, um, Helga, so um, she she did end up moving to America and um, was able to live a really, really beautiful life, but she couldn't have children. And um, so just thinking about her, because I, I was trying to um, explain actually uh, um, uh, a few years ago, just saying like there's no way people can get out of, um, like sometimes people are just born um, where they can't get out of being political simply from who they are and she's like, "Well, can you explain that and she was a a white woman fairly affluent and um you know just i in having to explain sometimes people have um a disability or they um or their their race um like they might get pulled over by the police and then put in jail for no reason, you know like there there are um things that happen that um push us into politics and and we can't really." separate ourselves from them because, because um, politics chooses us, uh, you know. So I do feel like there is a luxury and a privilege if you say that you're apolitical. Um, and, uh, and good for you, if, if, if you, if you feel that way, but but sometimes people are, um, you know, harassed because of the color of their skin, or because of their disability, or because of their gender, or their, um, their, there be because of other things, their their sexual preference, etc. So, um, you know, so I I do feel like I've I've come from a place where um there's really not the option to be apolitical. Um, my father um was somebody who was uh, a spokesperson for disability rights um since I can remember, and um even was part of um the first George Bush presidential uh, the, you know the George Bush seniors um, ADA, uh, he was he was part of helping to codify the, the language there. and um, part of the work my dad um, did um, enabled all deaf people to have uh, free telecommunication devices for the deaf and their home. And now that those may or may not be necessary because we, we now have um, uh, the internet. So there's so many ways to communicate that are um, more accessible for for hearing impaired people. So, anyway, sorry I, that that took me um almost five minutes to explain, but I I did just want to share why I I feel like I'm political, but I feel like everyone is, or and if they don't think they are, they they might find that they are eventually <laughs> for some reason where they're pushed into having to to stand up for something. So, um. So anyway, I'm going to go over uh, May 1st through May 7th, um, the, the, the previous week. And today is uh, May 6th, so this, um, this week ends tomorrow. So this is going to be more of a recap. Um, and I'm going to first go over the transits. Um, on May 1st, uh, Venus was sextile Pluto. And the symbols were 29 Pisces for Venus, light breaking into many colors as it passes through a prism. And then Pluto retrograde 29 Capricorn, a woman reading tea leaves. And this Pluto symbol I'm starting to understand is uh, women being uncertain about their future and trying to speculate what's gonna happen. Uh, This sense of uncertainty. And um as you know, there was um the news leaked from the Supreme Court uh, that that they did a preliminary voting to over overrule Roe Ro versus Wade. And so there's there's been a lot of um a lot of uh, very passionate discussions about that in the public sphere. And um Pluto really, really figuring into this. Um Venus also could symbolize women. Um, and this light breaking into many colors as it passes through a prism is uh, discussing this from every angle. And um, the Venus sextile offers opportunities around this. And that was on May May first, and then May third, um, Jupiter sextile Pluto. So Jupiter at 29 Pisces, uh, again light breaking into many colors as it passes through a prism. Uh, Jupiter has to do sometimes with justice, uh, the law, the court system. Um, it also will magnify um, anything that it is looking looking at. So it'll expand this discussion more. Uh, and again, Pluto is at the woman reading Tea leaves symbol. Um, Pluto's actually um, here in this degree until June 23rd since March 10th. So it, it's there for quite a while um, for, for a quarter of the year almost. And then May Fourth, um, Mars is sextile Uranus. Um, Mars symbolizes men, um, or or soldiers, uh, the god of war. And then it's at fifteen Pisces. And you you might think Pisces is like really gentle and soft and sweet, but it's some oftentimes in the the Pisces symbols are about swords and defending oneself and un, being under attack or attacking. Um, there's all sorts of war symbols in the Pisces degrees. Um, And this particular one is an officer drilling his men in a simulated attack. And then it's uh, sextile Uranus at 15 Taurus, and that's a man with a silk hat muffled against the cold, braves a storm. Um, It could also be a woman with a silk hat um, muffled against the cold, braving a storm. And so uh, looking at this is, um, Things being under battle and uh, people being left out in the cold, and that was on May fourth. Um, so trying to remember when the news came out, but but I think it was it was like around the third or the fourth. I'd have to really look. You tell me. <laughs> I don't want to do a bunch of like going back and taking a look, but um, but but I know it happened this week and it, pretty early on, and we've been talking about this for a few days, um, and so that Mars. Uh, the men be attacking people like that, the the masculine aspect i know I know a lot of um, men who are really against the Supreme Court decision. Actually, the majority of people in the United States are against the Supreme Court decision, um, but it leaves um, half the population out in the cold um, it it's dis- disenfranchises women and so here we see people with a silk hat muffled against the cold, braving a storm, being being outside and not warm enough, um, not protected. And then May 5th, uh, the sun is conjunct Uranus, again in that um, 15 Taurus, a man with a silk hat, muffled against the cold, braving a storm. And um, this also shows the sun can represent the president or the leader of our country, um kind of uh, having an unpopular Catholic opinion, he's actually pro-choice I believe um, but goes against um, the uh, more popular uh, Catholic conservative opinion, um, but really really requires him to stand apart and stand with the people um, and you know ironically the Uranus is on the symbol on the symbol and it's like more people are, Pro choice than are pro pro life which is ironically pro life is kind of weird um because they they want the babies to be born but they don't want to provide any resources for the babies um like like no no assistance or like they just want people to be um uh, unclothed braving the storm <laughs> so um so but but ironically we have like the majority of people feeling left out in the cold and um. Then May 6th, uh, Mercury is sextile Venus. Um, and Mercury can be our, our media, the way that we think, our communication, our, our um, technology. Um, and I did two, two different degrees here. Um, May uh, Mercury at 4, Gemini, Holly and Mistletoele, brings Christmas spirit to a home. Mercury at 5, Gemini, a radical magazine or a publication asking for action, displays a sensational front page. Um, and there we go. The media, like really, really um, taking this issue, and um, like every every everywhere you're seeing communication about this. Um, the holly and mistletoe brings Christmas spirit to a home. I, I think is interesting personally because I just saw this show Anatomy of a Scandal, and um, one of the characters' names was Holly Berry um and because i think she was born on christmas and um you know ironically i i was also born on christmas um so like when i saw that i was like oh this is interesting but i just happened to finish that series last night so that's more of a personal uh reference for me per- like where i'm like oh yeah that makes sense to me but um but she was also um defending uh or pro- trying to prosecute a rapist and also uh, avenging her own uh, experience of sexual assault, and so um, interesting that these uh, that 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 was something I actually finished up last night. That's a pretty good show, although it's kind of like um, boilerplate uh, frat boy entitlement, date rape types, or whatever, just taking whatever he wants, you know, privilege um, and but it but it's good like you know you know how it likely will end but it's satisfying and or, you know it's just it's it's pretty good and um uh the one of the main characters from Downton Abbey's in it so if you want to see her in a different kind of a role it's it's she's, she's she does great in it and um Sienna Miller is also in it and she's just so um luminescent and breathtaking <laughs> i just thought she was really good and and the the man who plays the entitled bastard is um, I don't know, he's just okay, but but um but he did a really good job. But I just I love the two actresses in it. Uh and then so Mercury, Sextile, and Venus. Venus is at four Aries, two lovers are strolling through a secluded walk, or five Aries, a white triangle is seen. It has golden wings. Um You know, I I do see this, uh, two lovers strolling through a secluded walk, like how do you make babies? It takes two. Um, And so looking at this um, communication with um, the female aspect, with romance, with sex, um, a white triangle is seen. It has golden wings. Interestingly enough, in sign language, oftentimes that triangle uh, symbolizes a vagina. Um, I often will see this as also um, talk about nuclear uh, energy nuclear uh, aspects. Um, because I'm a little bit stumped with that. With this one, I'm going to read um, what what Linda Hill writes in her book, The Sabian Oracle. Um, this symbol also is right next to another one that has to do with a shape. Uh, so this one is a white triangle. Is seen. It has golden wings. Um, but the next one is a square, brightly lighted on one side. So. Um, you know, I think that's interesting that there are two different shapes um, side by side in this one. Um, but the keyword here is inspiration and zeal, feeling elevated and inspired through spiritual creative agencies, flying to a greater perspective, um, purity of thought and expression, angelic forms, creative imagination, self-transcendence, finding new dimensions of experience, illusions of sight, visions, untethered imaginations, ascension, ascended beings, moths, butterflies, flying machines... And then the caution is not noticing your own down-to-earth needs or the needs of those around you, losing the plot, escapism, forgetting about the requirements and desires of the body, being ungrounded, the space cadet, things that aren't based in reality. So, um, and then she also writes it, it's really about spiritually lift, uplifting image, hard to know exactly what the clairvoyant Elsie Wheeler saw when she received this image um, but it could be that she saw the vision of a moth, the, the white triangle tortrix, which has golden colored wings. The symbol implies the possibility of being able to raise yourself above the ordinary, using your natural gifts to find new perspective into what's going on. What's needed is an uplifted view to expand your scope of awareness. Um, so that that's quite beautiful. And and a, a, the May six um, symbol, it's actually May six today. Mercury sextile Venus is a really lovely, lovely aspect. Um, So I just thought it was interesting that, um, you know, one is very political. The Radical Magazine or a publication, Asking for Action, displays a sensational front page. And then that Mercury at Four Gemini, the Holly and Mistletoe bring Christmas spirit to home. And seeing that show, uh, An Anatomy of a Scandal. And I do recommend that you watch it on Netflix. Um, and then the last aspect of the week, um, tomorrow, sun is sextiling Mars. Again, sun at 17 Taurus can symbolize the president um, or, or, or a leader. And that symbol is a symbolic battle between swords, the disciples of might, and torches, the disciples of in, enlightenment. Um, and then Mars symbolize is 17 Pisces. An Easter Parade. And, um, you know, here we go again. It's pretty pretty much battles. An Easter Parade, I often do see as um, a parade of, of people who um, have died. Uh, this this idea of death and dying, the discussion of death and dying in the public sphere, um, which, which may be about choosing to have an abortion, um, or it could be, um, just It could be about the Ukraine, about any place where um, uh, iconic figures have died. Um, Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade died, I, I think, around the same day, on the same day, perhaps, um, when um, one of the planets was in this particular um, degree of Pisces. So that Easter parade can be um, like the, the Day of the Dead and, and, um, in Latin culture, um, in, in Mexico, um, so I um, see that um, being that, you know, potentially about the um, abortion debate or talking about the war in Ukraine, about um, something perhaps going on with our leaders, with um, Biden, with Putin, with whoever else is leading, um, but this also could be about the abortion debate. So those are the symbols for the week. And then I'm going to come back and do just just an overview of what the what planets are and what degrees, um, and what symbols they're in. So I will be right back. Okay, I am back, and um, let's see here. So I'm recording this on Friday, um, May six, so I'm doing this a bit late in the game. Um, but let me see here. So um, so this is from May first through May seventh um and i am going to start with jupiter and jupiter would have to do with um our justice system with laws um and we had from we had jupiter at 28 pisces um from april 27th until may 1st and that symbol was a fertile garden under the full moon um so and then that that sounds really really um, quite quite nice, but also it could potentially be laws around fertility. Um, and then Jupiter at twenty nine Pisces from May second until May fifth, light breaking into many colors as it passes through a prism. Um, and so so huge discussion on from every angle. Um, about potentially the fertility laws, but other types of things Um, about the judiciary. Like, do we really need this? Um, Can we pack the courts? Um, I just heard a wonderful um, episode on the Supreme Court on the Bad Faith Podcast with Brianna Joy Gray. Um, Let's see here. Um, So, uh, you know, just trying to look at things from every angle and then... Jupiter is at thirty Pisces, uh, from May sixth until May tenth, and that's a majestic rock formation resembling a face idealized by a boy, who takes it as his ideal of greatness. As he grows up, <laughs> he begins to look like it, and so this idea of your um, your what's projected onto you. Um, I, I think about this too, like meditating on a certain image, a certain statue. Um, I know somebody who meditated on Kuan Yin, and her appearance really did seem to look different um, when she was meditating on her. I was also thinking about when I saw the show, The Anatomy of a Scandal, um, the, the the male main character kept saying... I'm a White House. What is a White House? And and he would define himself according to his family name. Yet he was slipping away from having integrity, but convincing himself that he had integrity because of his family name. And um, so thinking about that, like sometimes we will will ourselves into being somebody different or even imagine we're someone different from who we are just from focusing on a certain image of who we are Um, and sometimes that image may may slip but but here because Jupiter is um, in this degree it's um, you know it could be a very positive thing. Interestingly though with Pisces, Pisces is a mutable water sign and things can change at any time um, and so we might focus on this and feel really stable in how we perceive ourselves, um, but then that idea of who we are, um, we might have a crisis of confidence and that that's how it happens. So our uh, image of ourselves, our idea of ourselves is, is not set in stone. Um, and then we have Saturn at 25 Aquarius from April 27th until May 18th, and we um, I'm going to take this one quite literally because Saturn's about um, laws and rules like Jupiter can be about justice. Saturn can be about laws that are constriction constricting or confining or but even it's like uh, regulation, which can be very, very good. Um, I'm a Capricorn and I actually kind of love rules. like I I work with um, the director of where I work uh, is very 12th house Piscean and she's always making up rules and, and acting like that. Those are the rules that we've always had when it's not really true. Um, so I, I'm not sure how I feel. Um, you know, I, I really love it. Like we had this rule if we're gonna change it, let's have a consensus and change it, but let's not just unilaterally change a rule and then say that it's always been the case because that's called gaslighting. Um, but Saturn is at 25 Aquarius here. Um, and Saturn in Aquarius for me has um, been censorship, which we've seen quite a bit of as Saturn is um, has been going through this particular sign because Aquarius is about mass communication and elevated discussions. And Saturn and Aquarius kind of um, cuts that opportunity. And we've seen a lot of journalists be censored. Um, it's It's been really not fun. And then the symbol is a butterfly with the right wing more perfectly formed. And I'm taking this literally that the, the right wing right now has a better game. Uh, the left wing is pretty flaccid these days and really frustrating. So seeing that at this point the the butterfly with the right wing is more perfectly formed, um, they've 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 got it going on. Unfortunately, where they're able to do things like Enro versus Wade um, and other things that are very very limiting. So um, we'll see how how this goes. And it's a temporary transit um, because it'll be got out of there um, on May eighteenth. But I think it's fascinating that this uh, Supreme Court uh, um, test ruling or whatever they call it um, came through while Saturn was on this degree, because this this was a very, very right wing decision, not even a reflection of the people, the majority of the people in the country. So it's a very, very conservative court. Um, and then Uranus uh, is at 15 Taurus from April 22nd until May 8th. And that is a man with a silk hat muffled against the cold braves a storm. So it's gonna go into a new new degree. Um, and I wanna see here, I'm just gonna, cause I might not be able to do a recap um, sooner than later, but I'll just let you know um, if I'm not able to do one um, tomorrow or Monday, um, Uranus will be in a nicer one uh, uh, from May 9th until May 26th, and that's a Spaniard serenading his senorita, so it sounds a bit more romantic than the current one. But this Uranus at 15 Taurus, the man with the silk hat muffled against the cold breeze of storm, uh, you can you can take these symbols and shift them around. Like like sometimes I'll I'll think, okay, what it how would it sound if a woman with a silk hat muffled against the cold reefs a storm? And to me that sounds um like I said earlier um in in the first part or in the um, solar eclipse recording, um, that this could potentially be about uh, women being disenfranchised, so being being left out in the cold. Um and then Neptune uh, is at 25 Pisces since April 13th until May 18th. And that's the purging of the priesthood. And um, that, again, can be about... Um, it could be the purging of the priestesshood, like that, again, being left out in the cold. Or it could be like, um, you know, let's get rid of the Supreme Court, like like all these protests, which is really... The purging of the priesthood can be about... Um, the battle of the sexes, like, um, like you know, get rid of all these men who have no understanding of women's sexuality and um, fertility, like somebody thought that you could take an ectopic pregnancy and move it into the uterus, um, like just this ignorance about women's health, like, like there's really no place for it in our society, yet um, these people are in positions of power and actually able to make le- legislation, so it's, it's actually so weird. Um, and then Pluto at 29 Capricorn uh, from March 10th until June 23rd. Um, and it went retrograde on April 3rd, uh, a woman reading tea leaves. So here we have a group of people that are uncertain of their futures. And then um, let's see here. Um, and then the North Node, uh, 23 Taurus from April 3rd until June 18th. Um, a jewelry shop filled with the most magnificent jewels. Um, and I believe that I said in the um, solar eclipse one um, about this particular one, I, I really loved it. Um, my human design astrology teacher, Adrienne Roach, had talked about, um, we were talking about um, the Ramayana and the um, We were talking about how uh, uh, Sita um, asked Mother Earth to come and swallow her up when she was really frustrated um, with her long-term relationship with Ram and how he was putting her through all these tests, um, but not being reciprocally testing himself, like just making her the you know like the 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 one to be ashamed of herself cuz she got kidnapped like it, it was he he was blaming her for getting kidnapped and saying that she was unchaste and not pure and nothing had happened according to the story and he still didn't trust her and she was trying to prove her devotion to him and then finally she's like you know screw you I'm out of here and um then uh the sabian symbol for for the north node is um a jewelry shop filled with the most magnificent jewels. And I didn't really understand that, but then um, when I was talking about the Ramayana story and one of my favorite films, Sita Sings the Blues, which you you all should watch if you haven't seen it before. And if you have seen it before, you should watch it again. It's so good. And it can be found free online. It's, it's actually an animated movie by Nina Paley, which is just incredible. Um, which is her her interpretation of the Ramayana story between Ram and Sita. Um, But uh, Adrienne wrote uh, on a a Facebook post that I wrote about it. um, She wrote, first off, this is one of my favorite movies. Second, yes, all the incarnations of Shiva and Lakshmi are telling the tale of the evolution of women. And if you want to find me, you will have to dig for me like treasure in the bosom of the earth. Like gold, like jewels, I am the hidden treasure that you will seek and die to find. And so um, women shouldn't be dying for acceptance in this society. People should be dying for us. Or ironically, no one should be dying, but um, we should not be, um, you know, uh, putting ourselves under anyone else's feet. So that's the north node. That would be like the right way to go. Like really, really holding ourselves in the highest regard. Um, and really having people um, seek us out and, um, and you know really earn our, our attention. And then the South node at 23 Scorpio uh, from again from April 3rd until June 18th, uh, a rabbit mort- a rabbit metamorphosed into a nature spirit. Um, and that reminds me of the rabbit tests that people used to take back in the day um, for pregnancy. And the, you know, talking about um, metamorphosing into a nature spirit or could be a child, like if the if the rabbit dies, then then you are pregnant. So um, thinking about that. Um, uh, so so the south node would be um, that, uh, you know, forcing people to be be pregnant if they don't want to um, and uh, undermining ourselves to to fit into a society that doesn't love us. Um, so really really focusing on self love and seeing ourselves as that jewelry shop filled with the most magnificent jewels that somebody 's really really going to have to earn earn our earn our favor and earn our attention um, and then lilith at two cancer um, from april twenty fourth until may second was a man on a magic carpet observes vast vistas below uh, lilith, I think of as the outsider in society and um, you know, really not sure how this um it can be interpreted except that it it actually looks more positive um and then like like this idea of meditating and just uh stepping back and really observing it from a distance um and understanding like I think of Loeth as somebody I really identify with because I was um kind of the black sh- sheep of my family along with um my brother. Um, who had just passed, who has just passed away, um, and uh, kind of, kind of embracing this being on the outside of of a society that is just kind of messed up, um, and then Lilith at three, Cancer from May third until May eleventh, arctic explorer leads a reindeer through icy canyons. I'm seeing um a lot of connection with that um, the man with the silk hat braving the storm, symbol of Uranus. Um, like, women feel like they're left out in the cold and they're having to um, hike, uh, like, walk along, uh, walk through through a cold, dark place. And, um, and then, oh, and I'm, I'm not so, so pleased with um, what's happening with Lilith later on in the month. Um, but from May 3rd until, um, or May 12th until May 20th, it'll be a cat arguing with a mouse. And then uh, from May 21st until May 29th, um, she will be at a railroad crossing, an automobile is wrecked by a train. And then later on, at the end of the month, she'll be um, on the sixth cancer in spring game birds are feathering their nests. So I think that that um, Lilith aspect of us are going to kind of um, have a period of time where um, like next week. Where, where we're really, really duking it out and might really feel stuck and stranded. And um, it might be that Roe versus Wade literally is is um, like thrown out next week um, or the, let's see, um, it's through this month, like, cause it'll be from the 21st through the 29th that it's at a railroad crossing and automobile is wrecked by a train. So like, you know, just looking at, things to be more of a train wreck for, for um, a little while there. So I'm seeing that some aggression towards that aspect of ourselves that are outsiders and making decisions that are um, other people might shame us for. Um, so thinking about that. And then Chiron at 15 Aries um, is there um, since May 1st until May 20th. And Chiron, again, is the wounded healer. Um, the things we wound or the, th- the wounds that we have that we heal become things that we can heal others with. Um, it can also be a judge, um, the way that we judge ourselves. But then when we heal um, those aspects of ourselves, it, it also heals the shame. And um, so Chiron is at 15 Aries. And that symbol is an Indian weaving a blanket in the light of the setting sun, Um This is actually my, um, midheaven degree. Um, I believe also that, um, this is one of Arundhati Roy's symbols. And ironically, she is Indian. Um, and, uh, what I would say about this symbol is just telling stories, sharing stories. Um, like if you've had an, Abortion, or you know someone who has, or if you've had a, a pregnancy scare, or if you work in with women who have gone through this. Um, and I know some um, elderly women who have gone through having uh, illegal abortions and al- almost died in the process. Um, you know, just, just sharing stories about it. Um, there can be other things um, that, that we talk about too. Um, that have to do with this um, weaving a blanket in the light of the setting sun. Um, whatever wounds you have, um, if you could reimagine it and write a story about it, um, write a poem, just find a way to share this with someone else so that you don't have to feel so alone. Um, that's how I would interpret this particular symbol. So it may or may not be about... um like a pregnancy loss or, um, you know, could be it could be about some other thing in your life that you feel is a wound. Um, and of course, we all have something somewhere um, that needs to be um, brought to the light. So that's what I see with this Chiron degree. So um, that is uh, the recap of uh, or the, the review of the week of May 1st through 7th. And um I will try to catch up and do um the week May 8th through the 14th, um uh, probably tomorrow. Um and if if not, I'll try to do it on Monday. So um, but eventually I will I will be um be uh, presenting that. So um if you have any questions and want to reach me or contact me for reading, I'm at Lisa at gmail.com. And you can also find me on Facebook at the Sabian Symbol Research Group um, and the uh, Lisa Meyerson's Astrology Discussion page. And um, I do offer a 90-minute reading uh, one-on-one, too, on Zoom, or a 30-minute reading. So um, in the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful weekend, and I will talk to you soon. Be well.